0: And to talk to us about this, we joined on the line now by Julius Malema's lawyer, Tumi Mukwena. Thanks for your time this morning. Pleasure. Good day. Mr Mukwena, your client reportedly lied about the source of funds used to settle part of his tax bill. Now, what exactly is going on here and what was the reason uh, for doing that if indeed it happened?
1: Okay. First of all, nothing could be further from the truth. Um, to give you a bit of a background for you to follow the story, there was a compromise, as we all know, of, uh, of the office tax liability, which uh, is the subject of uh, the sequestration application. Now, Mr. first entered into the Compromise Agreement, agreed to pay them the second sum, agreed to pay that sum uh, in installments. The first installment was payable end of May last year. And the last one was to be paid end of November last year. Now, what transpired was before the compromise agreement was signed, um, Mr. Malema had a promise from a person that was disclosed to Sarf, um that he would donate uh, a certain sum of money to, to Mr. Malema. And uh, he also told them that there had been a trust which uh, had been for, uh, formed uh, for his benefit And he also disclosed what the trustees told him, uh, how much they told him they had in uh, in the the trust. Now, uh, it turned out that the person that had promised to donate the money did not donate the money. Uh, Mr. Malema uh, then uh, sought a loan from uh, another gentleman and um, a a proper loan agreement was entered into. And that first payment, which was made in May last year, was from the uh, the third gentleman he, he paid it directly into uh, the curator's account the curator you you'd recall um was appointed at the behest, um to to look after mr uh, mr Mellon's estate and in the proof of payment in the electronic proof of payment he states who he is and what uh, he's paying the money for. In, in other words, he states that um, it is a loan in favor of Mr. Malema. Now, FARF knew or ought to have known uh, end of May last year uh, what the source was and why uh, it was paid. And in, in the third place, SARS is there to collect revenue. It is not for them to investigate where Mr. Malema got the money from. If they want to say it was his income and they want to um, tax him on it then uh, they can assess him for the next tax year so this matter this issue does not arise in the first place and mm-hmm. even, even if it did arise they have a perfect explanation
0: but they also claim that your client mr malema tried to dodge paying donation tax and that he had received money from questionable sources as they put All it
1: right. let's let talk about that donation tax mm-hmm. you see um uh, a trust is formed Mr Malema is, uh, did not form the trust he's not a trustee uh, but the trust is, a trust is formed and he is appointed as a beneficiary by the trustees of that trust and and they those trustees uh, then pay the money uh, on his behalf Mr Malema has nothing to do with the running of that trust he does not know who pays uh, the money uh, into uh, who donates money into the trust or how the trust uh, gets it, uh, gets its money. He's not a trustee. Now the trustee, uh, because they have donated, uh, they would be, or the trust would then be liable for donation tax. And they, uh, we learn from the trustees uh, that they have written a letter to us confirming that they paid the money on behalf of Mr. Malema and they filed their tax returns. And it is for us to first assess uh, the 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 trust on uh, on the donations tax and if uh, if and when the trust can not pay that tax then they can only then can they go to Mr Malema for uh, for the amount of the donations tax but Ms. that has not mm-hmm. been done
0: Mr Mokoena who are these uh, questionable sources that uh, SARS are talking about
1: All right as as i said i said there are two uh, the the money as we understand came from two sources from uh, the loan agreement that I spoke about and also from the trust, and uh, there, there's nothing, there, there are no questionable sources. far uh, as will have to explain that.
0: Okay, and, and in court papers, your client has repeatedly claimed that he's being persecuted by President Jacob Zuma's administration because of disputes with Zuma and other ANC leaders. Is there any truth to these claims, or is it just, you know, a retort?
1: Look, you'd recall that somewhere it was the end of last year, the Sunday Times reported that there was a certain gentleman by the name of Johan van Locherenberg, who worked at at the time, who has has, uh, since been fired or he has resigned, whatever the position is, I don't know. But the the gist of the matter is that uh, there were SMS or WhatsApp communications between that gentleman and a certain Miss Belinda Walters. And in those SMSs, uh, Mr. Van Kerenberg said uh, he has uh, now concluded the Malema compromise, but uh, political bosses are not happy with that. Now, th- that is not something that Mr. Malema has made up. That, uh, the source of that report is not Mr. Malema, but it is an independent uh, source that obtained those WhatsApp messages from a senior service official who was uh, at the time busy with this compromise. Now let us look at the situation. What then happened after the compromise? Uh, the acting commissioner at SARS um, has now been fired. Uh, all the executives, including Mr. Van Looperen, who uh, was part of uh, get, uh, of uh, executing the compromise agreement, uh, are no longer working for SARS. Now there is a new administration, and that the, the first thing that that new administration does is uh, to try uh, to try and uh, resign from the compromise agreement now bearing in mind that comment by Mr, Mr. van Locherenberg that someone wanted uh, was not happy with the compromise agreement that was reached, there is an inescapable conclusion that this must be politically uh, motivated.